0: Have Goals, a street art sticker with a simple message that's all about you. Today's show is brought to you by our merch store, featuring Have Goals branded clothing, such as t-shirts, hoodies, and more. 100% of the profit from our merch goes to local charities. Find out more on our website at havegoals.store. You can also follow us on Instagram at havegoals additional information and discount codes. With me today is Anja. Hi. Well, hello and, and welcome to this program. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Sure. I'm Anja, not Anja Seeger. I am an interdisciplinary creator and I have been seen around town typing on a typewriter, instant letters for people. I am a visual artist, I do shadow puppetry, I have my own podcast called The Subtle Forces in which we investigate the little things in my life that make a big deal and and I always do that with essays, interviews, and experiments. And Robert has been on that show.
0: Yes, I have. And it's an honor to have you here and to have been on your program. Yeah. So your program is also on River West Radio, correct?
1: It is indeed. Yep. Sundays, 6 p.m. on uh, WXRWLP Milwaukee.
0: That is cool. You know, when I think about you and your art, you really stand out in the pack, you know, and and I'm going to approach this like, from a goals perspective, I guess
1: sure yeah yeah that's good
0: I talk to a lot of different artists or they talk to me or whatever and their goals are often pretty similar and when I think about you and the art I've encountered you doing it is so unique like you are I I can't think of another person who's doing something that aligns with the sort of art that you do so how do you How do you set your personal goals around what, what it is that you're trying to do?
1: Mm, Yeah, well, um, I guess I follow what I think would be fun. And also what would put me in contact with the energy of other people. Because I'm an extrovert. I get my energy from interacting with other people. And a lot of the art forms that I like, such as visual art or writing, are traditionally solitary pursuits. And I've never liked that. I always liked the idea of like going to band practice or going to rehearsal and like getting to play with people. So I always ask myself when, uh, creating a project is like, who can I play with and what can we do together and would interact with this? Yeah. If I don't have like an audience from the start, I have a hard time following through and actually creating something. And I, and I think like, um, you know, there is a quote that I saw the other day, from um, Sherwood Anderson, who was a realist uh, writer that pretty much um, encapsulates my exact feelings. Here it is. The object of art is not to make saleable pictures. It is to save yourself. So I think like my goal in creating art is usually like what do I need to learn for myself? And uh, what, what's a weird assignment I can give myself to uh, get the lesson of life into my sick wow. <laughs> skull?
0: You know, I, I like that because for me, I've always kind of bumped up against that part of creating art or creating a brand or whatever, where all of a sudden people around you expect you or want you to try to monetize it. And, you know, we live in this culture where, like, every human action is monetized somehow.
1: Yes. And I've, I've
0: really struggled with trying to not do that. You know, I don't want to turn Have Goals into a t-shirt company all of a sudden. But now that we're selling t-shirts, we're just going out of our way to just back away from the money part. You know, we, we get the money in, pay the taxes on it, and then give it to a charity. But yeah. It would be, I don't know. That just seems to poke a hole in the in the bubble for me. If I'm gonna, yeah. All of a sudden decide that you know we we should have a store or, I don't know. I've I've made this basically one or two pieces of art, and I've kind of resisted the. I don't know what what I want to say here resisted the temptation to try to follow up on it or somehow make it better or make a new version of it. I mean, there's definitely been different versions of have goals, but Uh it's really all essentially the same thing because for me, this is what I'm doing. Like this is about have goals and it's this message that means what it means for me and it means what it means for you. But I don't want to, go down the track of just discussing that as much as I
1: No, it's okay I I, I do I do want to ask you though like when you say resisted the temptation of making other versions um is that temptation a personal or an external um feeling like you should
0: well I guess maybe it's part of the culture that we're in there's always mm-hmm. this idea that I refer to as have goals 2000 you know there's always going to be this have goals plus have goals gold the the newer better cooler next 2.0 version of everything yeah and i'm and i'm not sure that's necessary all the time mm-hmm. especially around something this simple
1: if you feel like the uh image is potent the way it is then yeah don't change it, basically.
0: The only real deviation I took from it is uh, making the Slack image, which is just kind of the antithesis of have goals. And and I'll just throw my cards on the table. That was made during a time of, like, struggling with depression. So just trying yeah. to figure out a way to create something that kind of reflects the other side of this because – yeah. I, you can't always be like totally charged up and running up the mountain all the time.
1: No, but, you can't.
0: You know, you're going to run. You have of to
1: recharge. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess like my, my instinct would be to, to, to wonder what other versions of Habicles, um would look like. Because I think um, I'm always like a big fan of um, playing and seeing other um other parallel universes a possibility, sure. Um, but I think, like for you, perhaps the the play really comes from from the treasure hunt that is enacted when when you distribute these stickers and you never know where they're going to end up. Like the 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 um, the surprise, which is so necessary to all great art, is is not perhaps the image itself but it is the performance of where it ends up in the world and right. who who sees it and how do they interpret it i get you
0: yeah and you know that's kind of an interesting little nook of the have goals i don't know ethos or whatever where for me when i'm out putting the sticker up i have like a basic set of rules that i follow and they are, just in general terms, I don't put this sticker on someone else's private property. I don't put it on a block where there's a school or a church. Um, I, I'm trying not to like get in someone's deal. I mostly like those public-owned objects, the electrical box, the phone box, back of a sign kind of things. But when you mm-hmm. give stickers to other people, they have no idea what I think about this. And they do their own thing. And those results can be pretty interesting because they end up in a place where I, I'm, I might not have been comfortable putting it myself.
1: Oh, it's interesting, too, because you get to see how other people see through you. Like, a lot of artists don't get that benefit of um, seeing how their audience sees their work.
0: I'm always interested to see how people interpret it in their own art, too, which I guess is like why we are doing this show again where we're letting people just collaborate with have goals to
1: they're making their own interpretations. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's interesting to see what people have come up with over the years. I've had people create visual art, obviously, but I've also had some people make videos that are just fascinating to see. And, uh, I don't, I don't know, I, I think it's that, that's pretty much where the success lay in, in my view, you know, as much, if I had to categorize the ways that I see art being successful, it's people engaging it on their own terms and saying their own thing with that art, like when you create something that isn't maybe a, a fully completed idea, like have goals is just kind of the stub to whatever you're going to think about it Mm -hmm. so it's just like giving someone a seed and seeing what they what they do with it
1: i think i i've been trying to define what i think is success with art lately and i the other day i decided that uh successful art for me is when i feel like the piece is an accurate encapsulation of whatever it is that i am learning from life in the current moment mm. and then presenting that to someone ideally not necessarily but ideally someone will interact with that and then they get to go ah ah and then like that means that um it's speaking to them in some way
0: <laughs> yeah that makes and sense and i think
1: um, yeah, I think like that's that's success is when you create something that you're feeling connected to. You don't feel like um, massively ashamed of or just like, ugh, that didn't work out or I didn't learn anything from that. And then because you do like it and you do learn from it and it did work for you, you present it to someone else and then someone else has an epiphany. It's that epiphany uh, feeling is, is success, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, that is well said.
1: Well, thank you. <laughs> you know,
0: a question that I've got for you about your sure. art. I, I've always been fascinated when you do the shadow puppetry. Um, yeah. Aside from I just love the, the pieces that you cut out. They are, they are so unique and appropriate to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But even more than that, it's the way that you tell the stories and you make it sound like this story is just happening right now. Like, I never get the feeling that you're working off, like, a script or something. It just starts happening, and it's very dynamic, and, and I just love seeing that. Thank you. Do, you. do you just totally riff off the cuff with these?
1: Yes, that's what I do, because I, I find things to be more interesting and fresher when uh, I have a vision of what the story is, but I'm writing it in real time. And maybe I rehearse it a few times, and I definitely am like, I'm going to move it here at that time, and I'm going to make this point at the same time. But how the words come out of my mouth, or um, maybe the sounds I'm making, or the delivery of the actual shadow puppets, will change. And the same is true when I'm recording my show, because I write these essays. And sometimes when I'm reading the essay aloud into the microphone, it just sounds uh, staged. And then I realize <laughs> that it would work much better if I were to just say it like a human. Yeah. And uh, sometimes that works better. I, I've always been um, a big big improv person and editing has been a, a difficult thing. Cause I get so enamored with the adrenaline that I get in the moment of creation that it just isn't as fun to think, oh, now I have to sit in a room all alone and like take out the things that are bad. Right. <laughs> I I was stressed out, frankly, at the prospect of coming onto this show to talk about goals, because I've always had a really hard time with the idea of goal making. I think maybe I developed this idea in grade school, because like grade school, they'd always be like, what are your goals? Right. And they'd like, get on me for it. And then it just turned into this stressful thing I didn't like I didn't like the word goal it felt soccer related and I didn't like soccer and so I've just kind of unfortunately often just drifted through life goalless (laughs) even though like I'm very productive as an artist and I think it's the the effects of the pandemic the effects of being an extrovert emerging from the pandemic but it's been a hard moment for goals for myself and so the other day knowing that I had to be on the show and also I have a friend who's like very high achieving and she was like next time we get together I want an elevator pitch for your podcast you know and she's like oh my god no I did a whole bunch of preliminary goal deciding activities like I worked out I did all of the dirty dishes in my house. I took a bath. I meditated. And then after all of that, I got out a piece of paper and I uh, turned off my phone. I took off my wedding ring because I just didn't want the energy of like anyone else around at all, but my own. And so alone in the house, just myself, I wrote down... I I, I was about to receive the goals and then I realized I really only have one goal right now. And then it's not even art related. And I was like, well, this isn't, this isn't going to like be very good for this show. But like my one goal in life right now is just to learn how to feel confidence and a steady sense of what it is I am after. Because, um, I struggle with that. And I and it makes sense to me because like in my 20s, I I'm 34 now, but like in my 20s, I my my I did like the whole fake it till you make it kind of thing. Sure. So like I I did whatever I could to be successful. I was in shows all the time. I did residencies left and right. None of that stuff that quote unquote successful stuff was um, it didn't deliver to me a sense of like who I am or what I'm after like I thought it would and uh, now I, I don't want to be associated with too much of my past like I don't want to be defined as like the typewriter lady which is like what most people probably know me as like I've I've like discovered that I'm not even that crazy about poetry most of the time I'm not like I don't like going to poetry readings and it's like why why put the energy into that if if that's not what I want like that's just where uh, success was but like what what is it that i'm after and it's hard for me to like actually come up with like long term goals because i second guess myself constantly and if i can feel confident with who i am and what i'm about then i'm not going to be second guessing myself all the time and i can actually like achieve stuff but until then I'm just going to be like, well, what if I want this? Wait, but what if I want that? Oh, wait, what if I'm bad at that? What if, What if I can't really do that? What if that's a waste of my time? And it's just not helpful. I'm always seeking validation from other people rather than myself. And so that's something I want to work on so that I can make longer term goals. Because until then, and maybe maybe this is just going to be a lifelong thing but until then all i can really make are like the little goals i took like those like professional practice classes that uh professional arts agencies like suggest you make like they suggest you write your obituary which would include everything which wouldn't would accomplish. And they want you to work backwards from that. And then they want you to make like 10 year goals, five year goals, you know, and it just gets stressful. Cause like, I, I am a very variable person whose interest changes every two seconds. Like how on earth
0: <laughs> yep. can
1: I know what, what I want to have finished by the time I croak? Like, I don't know.
0: You know, I I just have to comment on something you said earlier, which was that challenge of like when you want to change your goals and, and that's something that I've run into, especially when I have a bunch of people around me who are validating something I'm already doing, you know, Yes. Uh, for example, um, I was an IT guy for a long time and, I think I was pretty good at it. And I really developed a group of people around me who were enthusiastic about the designs and implementations of IT things that I was doing. And these people were highly critical of me when I started to do things that weren't that. And, mm. and, I, and it took me a while to get to the bottom of like, man, are these just like, are these people just turning into creeps on me or what is happening here? but I guess I can see that I wasn't continuing to supply them with the thing that they'd come to expect from me. Yeah. And that can be tough for people. You know, they almost kind of have like a grief process like, Oh, Oh, you're not doing the thing I really like that you do anymore.
1: Yeah. I thought that was who you were.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because for me, I don't have, I don't have one goal, you know, (laughs) I'm not trying to do one thing or some like incredible long-term, whatever. I really Mm -hmm. get my energy from short-term goals and a lot of them, because for me, there's like a, a curve in goal setting where you set the goal and you feel really great about the goal and there it is. And you tell someone about it and like, Hey, I'm doing that. And then you go through the work part in the middle where you accomplish the thing in whatever way. And then there's that end part where it's like the glory phase where like, I did the thing. Yeah. (laughs) And if you have just super long-term goals, you never like get to that glory phase and have the good part happen. So even if I do have a long goal, I always break it up into as many small pieces as I can. And, And I guess this kind of falls in line with like people who love to, make lists and check things off those lists. Like I understand that feeling of making an item on the checklist so you can check it off. Uh, I guess that's how I approach my own goal setting.
1: Yeah, that's how I do it. Sometimes I get a little too nuts with it too. And like I, uh, if I cross everything off the list, I give myself an A plus at the end of the day. (laughs) Right
0: on. Gold star.
1: Yeah. And then I know all these people who've started doing like this sounds like too much for me honestly. But I know know of people who like have uh Turned into making lists, not only just like a single list, but then they make like a list for like seven different areas of their life. So they're making like, these are my spiritual goals. These are my relationship goals. These are like my around the house goals. These are my professional goals. These are, you know, just like, oh my God, no, no, <laughs> it's like too much. But, you know, it's a good idea.
0: Yeah, at that the same is time. complex.
1: I know. Just like, oh, wow, it just sounds stressful to me, (laughs) but yes.
0: Well, thank you, Anja, for being on the program with us. My delight. uh, I certainly hope that you'll come back again.
1: Yeah, Uh, when I have more goals, I'll I'll come back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right on, because that's what we're all about here, apparently. If you enjoyed this program, tell a friend who might also like it, or share it on social media. To learn more about Have Goals or to appear on the show, contact us on Instagram at Have Goals or email Have Goals Podcast at gmail.com. That's it for now. See you next time.